0: Welcome to the Simplified Budget Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Olmstrom, financial coach for women and the founder of The Simplified Budget. On this podcast, you get to hear live coaching sessions with amazing women who are seeking support around their money as they navigate life changes and financial challenges. The sessions are meant to inspire you and guide you on your own unique financial journey. Welcome to the Simplified Budget. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different because I'm actually going to be sharing a live stream that I did in my free group, The Simplified Budget, and it just got a lot of really great feedback, and so I thought it would be something that would be really helpful for all of you to listen to. You might have already heard this one, but if not, it's just a really great look at one of the hidden benefits of budgeting that I think makes such a huge difference. So. I just wanted to give you a heads up that I might be communicating with people in the group who are commenting or have some varying levels of audio quality, so just know that going into this session, and again, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast. I'm going to dive in a little bit today about why having a budget is Amazing, like so, so, so helpful. And one sort of almost like non-money related benefit that is huge when it comes to having a budget that you might not have really considered or thought about. So that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. And that thing, I'm going to kind of cut to the chase and then break it down for you, um, is reducing decision fatigue. Okay. So that... (laughs) the whole decision fatigue thing and reducing the decisions that I make on a daily or weekly basis is something that has been huge for me this past year. Um, And so hang with me. I want to give you some examples to really like drive home how important this is and what it is. And then we'll talk a little bit about how a budget can help so much with that sort of reduction of decision fatigue um, as well. So, um, again, I'm talking about really reducing the number of decisions that I need to make each day and even each week. Those first examples, like one that always comes to me because it's something that I've really dealt with in the past. You have right. Like a super busy day, all the errands, right. Like running to the bank and the post office and, um, I like stuff like returning library books and going to the donation center, right? Like you have, you have like the the piles of stuff that you need to like get out of your house and like deposit and mail and return and donate. Maybe you have like a dentist appointment. And you you get through that kind of busy just day, not a hard day, but just a busy day. And finally you're, you know, in line at school pickup or you're getting home at the end of a long afternoon and it hits. (laughs) Well, what's for dinner? Right. That immediate having to like come up with something, something that is a seemingly easy answer to um or a, a easy question to answer but when we're having to do it every single day near the end of the day after so much has already taken place it can really really increase the stress the panic at that time of day, right? Whether it's like 3 p.m. or 5 p.m., you've already made a lot of decisions that day. And what we know about decision-making is that it gets harder to do well throughout the day. Even first thing in the morning, what do I eat for breakfast? Or you open up your closet. It's like, what do I wear? Like those are are decisions that we're making every single day. And even when our decision-making is really solid in the morning, it can take a lot out of us and wear us down for later decisions. So this is why so many people, you know, talk about stacking habits where you wake up in the morning and you have a routine. You do the exact same thing every morning. Like you get up, you turn on the coffee maker, you drink a glass of water and take your vitamins. You go brush your teeth or wash your face, put on your slippers, you let the dog out, you sit down and, you know, journal for 10 minutes before you do anything. You drink your coffee before you do anything, right? So having that routine There's no deciding people can, you know, wake up and do 10 to 15 things without even thinking about it, right? They just go through the motions because it's habit, because there's no decision to be made. It's just what we do. The same thing is true, right? With something like dinner, if we were just going to have the same dinner every single night, and it was always, you know, in the fridge, that would be easy. But for most of us, that's not the case. And so what do we do? Well, we get tired of the routine of panicking and being anxious and feeling stressed around dinner. Um, Sorry about that. I'm under the kitchen and there's a lot of noise up there. Um, And so we start to build in better practices. How do we make dinner easier? How do we make it more automated? How do we simplify Right, Like all these things I talk about with money too. And so I've done that. I've automated groceries a little bit more. I've um, simplified dinner by always kind of having like the same three or four meals on certain days during the week. So I'm only having to actually choose three meals a week. And I've also put in some safeguards. We always have... Eggs and toast. We always have frozen pizza and whatever leftover veggies. You know, there's always something in the fridge. Like, I'm I'm pretty good about that. There's always bananas and peanut butter. There's always cheese and crackers, like that kind of thing. And I don't make myself wrong. I don't make a big deal out of having those things. If at the end of the day, it's, I don't want to make a big decision about this, I know there's something at home and that's what we're going to have. Okay. So, I hope that resonates. That's definitely one kind of common example, just talking to friends and clients and other women, right? And certainly no shame in that game, right? Like I've been there, we've all been there. This Facebook group is another example. I don't know if you've ever run a Facebook group before, but it is some hard ass work. (laughs) If you're not prepared, you know, some people post in their group once a day, some people post in their group five or six times a day. I, I go live in this group every week. There's graphics and selfies and, you know, tips and challenges and, uh, tools that I want to share client stories, client testimonials, my stories. There's so much that I want to share in this group, but there's, you know, for a year over a year into, um, running this group, I would sit down at the, you know, blinking cursor to write a post and be like, I don't know. I, like I got nothing. I, I had like a billion things to say, but I didn't know in that moment, like, what was I going to say? That decision fatigue nearly caused me to close this group down. Like I was so frustrated. I was so tired. I was spending so much of my time trying to figure out what to post, um, you know, I, I didn't have time for that. Right. I wanted this group. I wanted to serve this group, but I had client meetings. I had team meetings. I had, you know, other things in my community that I'm working on. I, kids stuff. Like I felt like I was spending way too much time thinking about what to post on Facebook every day, forget like YouTube and Instagram and all that other other stuff. So that's something that I intentionally had to say, I don't want to make decisions about this anymore on a regular basis. How do I make it easier? How do I automate? How do I um, repurpose? Which is basically you know, what I do more often now. And so instead of in the, in the moment on the day deciding, okay, what do I post? I basically plan in, a, in advance like 12 weeks of what I want to talk about live. Because there's so many topics that I really like to talk about. And I have so many examples of conversations with clients of kind of the same things over and over. I jot them down when we meet. I look at old client notes. It's like, oh, that, that's something that comes up a lot. Like we should, I should do a live about that. And I just I just write down 12, 15 of them that I can go through. And so when I'm planning the month ahead, I pick four that aren't like all the same thing because that would you know not be fun. And whatever I talk about in that live stream, I'm gonna post about all week long because not everybody's seen the live stream, not everybody's seen all the posts, and now I don't have to worry about coming up with some like brilliant post that's gonna make you wanna work with me, <laughs> you know, every single day. And that reduction of stress, that decision fatigue, um, like reduction again has like saved this group, (laughs) honestly, like that's why we're still here because I figured out a way to stop feeling like I had to make so many freaking decisions about this group and about what to post every day. Um, I'm really good at the money stuff. I'm really good at coaching you. I'm not as good at like just coming up with like random topics to write beautiful posts on. And so that was not serving me. This was a much better solution. It's working. I'm really happy with it. So all of that, like the dinner stuff, the posting stuff, there's other examples too, like getting dressed. I wear the same like leggings every day. Um, I'll probably have to stop doing that eventually, but like, I don't think about what I wear anymore and that's a beautiful thing. So that's just, I've just noticed how much of an impact that's had on my life over the last probably like four or five months. I've really been kind of serious about all that stuff, the the posting stuff even more recently, maybe the last few months. Um, and it's huge. It's huge when it comes to stress reduction. Um, okay. So I promised I would talk about your budget too, right? It's the exact same thing. Okay. Um, I know all of us in this group have at a time you know, been at the checkout counter, whether it's at the grocery store or old Navy, or we're about to buy gas. Um, maybe we're even doing something enjoyable, like going out to dinner or going through like picking up some coffee. And we have that moment of, I don't know if this is in my bank account right now. I don't know if my card is going to be accepted or rejected. I don't know if you are someone who's made a plan or budget in the past, um, but maybe not like, as I would have you do it, right? Like, I don't know if this is in the budget or not. Um, that amount of stress can be crippling when it happens day after day after day, especially when you feel like, you know, enough about your money situation. Like, you know, you know, how much your mortgage is, you know, about how much you spend on groceries, You know about how much you spend on gas. You know what your insurance payment is. You know what your student loan payment is. You know what your truck payment is. Like you know all the numbers and you know that, you know, the income that comes in mostly covers what's going out. You know that you probably use your credit card for about, you know, so many hundred dollars worth of purchases and you mostly pay it off every month. Like you have this general knowing and understanding of what's going on. But that's not enough to combat the decision fatigue. That's not enough to combat that feeling or that voice that's saying, um, I, don't, I don't like, can we buy this? Is this in the budget?" And that, that not knowing, even if it is in the budget, even if it is available in the checking account, even if you are, you know, doing just fine this month, that not knowing and that bit of decision-making and sort of fatigue and stress from the decision-making can cause us to second-guess ourselves, can cause us to erode at any self-trust that we have, any confidence that we have in our ability to handle our money well. And that is like, that is the one thing that I want to help improve. That is the one thing that I want to get better. Um, When I work with my clients, Self-trust and and just that day-to-day knowing that you're making the right decisions, that you're on the right path, that you are becoming the kind of person you want to be with your money. You're making progress however quickly or however slowly, but that confidence and that trust in yourself, that is huge. And that decision fatigue and that stress and that constant like weight of can I do this? Can I afford this? Is the money there? Is it in the budget? Erodes that tremendously. So my call to you, my challenge for you is to actually have a plan for every dollar of your income going into the new month. Know exactly what your plan is. Now, yeah. That's what a budget is, right? It's a plan for your money. If you don't stick to the plan, if you don't stick to the budget, like the world's not going to fall or the sky's not going to fall. Right. Um, we all blow our budgets. We all mess up our budgets. We all, it's just a plan, right? We all mess up the plan. We, the plan doesn't go according to the plan. right? Like that's that like, that's a given. Sometimes it goes according to plan. I don't want to, you know, um, uh, discourage you, right. From having a budget, but I want to give you permission to screw up your budget because it happens. But when you have that plan, when you have something in the first place, and then you do it again the next month and you do it again the next month and you do it again the next month and you start to have little wins and you have less of that fatigue and less of that, um, you know, like is the money here, that decision, like having your first rock solid budget and some accountability over those first several months is huge. And it makes a world of difference. With that, I'm going to say bye for now. Ask any questions you have, I'll get back to you. Otherwise I'll see you next week. Okay. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to the simplified budget. I am so grateful for you being here. Please let me know how you liked the podcast by leaving a review Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a coaching session away to as a big thank you. Please share this podcast with a woman in your life who would love it. I know that communities throughout the world will be affected in a powerful and positive way when women find joy through financial freedom.